Welcome, 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 welcome back to the Let's Keep It Real podcast. It's your girl, Abiola Makonjuola, and I hope you're having an amazing time in the world. I wish you could really see me because I'm literally like breakdancing as I'm like talking and I'm like, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> anywho, welcome back to the Let's Keep It Real podcast. I hope you're having an amazing time in the world. Um, thank you very much for listening to my last episode. Thank you very much for the feedback. Thank you very much for, you know, the messages and the love. I got a lot of love on that podcast, on that particular recording. You know, just, you know, reminding me of who I am and just telling me to take my time and to just remember that I deserve all the rest in the world. So, thank you. <laughs> um, it's a new week. And as per usual, what is your soul saying? How is your soul asking you to show up this week? What is it asking you to do differently? How are you choosing to honor yourself? Just wanted you to take some time and just simmer on that. And, you know, just connect with your inner man, your inner woman, whatever it is, however you feel like it is. Just connect and just, you know, shine through. So today, I wanted to, um, I guess, follow up on something that I was talking about from last week, which basically was the hero mentality thing. And um, interestingly, I actually had a breakthrough today. Hmm, interesting. I was like, you know what? I'm going to come on here and I'm going to um, talk about it. Let's chop it up as per usual. Um, so something that I have noticed with me <laughs> in this, my, what I call it, journey, my walk is I do have the tendency to be jealous. Um, I get jealous. Um, and for the longest time, I didn't necessarily know why. Um, I remember acting out on that feeling and that emotion of being jealous. I remember doing things just that were mean out of that emotion but I didn't necessarily have the tools that I have now to dig deep and figure out where that emotion was coming from but anyways um fast forward to 2016 going through my awakening and just you know beginning to journey on a path of like just finding self and you know finding purpose and soul searching and all that good stuff I started to understand better the whole jealousy thing and where it stemmed from and I became more aware of it and um I'm not gonna lie I do get triggered it still shows up um in different ways and um it did show up this weekend it did show up this weekend actually no not well this past weekend it did show up and um sometimes <sighs> I don't know if I want to say this story. I'm not going to say this story because there are other people involved and I don't necessarily want to tell their story. Um, but it shows up in... I'm just going to give a summary. It, sh it showed up in a way where I was feeling sad about my situation. And when I mean my situation, like, you know, going through a divorce, um, separating and going through divorce and whatnot, I was feeling sad about my situation and I found myself thinking about... Just why me? Like, you know, why me? Why can't it be the other person? Why does that person have to be happy? And why do I have to be sad? Why do I have to um, receive the um, shitty end of the stick? Why does it have to be me? You know, I find myself, I found myself in that headspace. And um, 
the one thing that I have learned now, so one of the tools that I have now that I did not have back then is to be able to process it. Like, where is that thought coming from? I did get triggered. And where is that thought coming from? Why am I feeling that right now? And, um, you know, I did, you know, go into my journal. My first point of call is to go into my journal and um, write about it. You know, just write out all my feelings, everything that's going on inside of me, write about it, write in my journal. And then um, my second point of call is to now start to dig deep and ask the question why where is this thought coming from and um i remember a particular incident that happened while i was in primary school so this would be like your elementary school for people who didn't school or didn't grow up in nigeria i grew up in nigeria um i remember it was cultural day so normally cultural day in nigeria or in schools in nigeria is where you wear your um your native attire so for me i'm yoruba which is like the western i think it's the southwestern or the western part of nigeria um we have like our traditional outfit that we wear which is normally called iro and buba so almost like a blouse and a wrapper that you tie underneath so you wear the blouse on the top and then the wrapper is goes at the bottom of your um the lower part of your body so i remember it was cultural day and um I remember a headmaster, which in this case would probably be like your principal, um, said there was going to be a prize for the best dressed. And I remember I didn't tell, I didn't go back home and told, I didn't tell my mom about this conversation or this prize, whatever winning competition. But I know that I wanted to look good because I wanted to be the best dressed. So I remember going back home and I was like, oh, it's cultural day. Um, I want to look really good. You know, I made my mom like find like the best, um, about cultural way that I had in the closet in my closet you know um, I made her tie my scarf you know I wore my shoes like I was like I have to win in my head I'm like I have to win I'm putting so much effort I must win so getting to school you know we did our assembly we used to have assembly every day I remember um we had assembly and you know and then the headmaster comes out and he's like well um the winner for the cultural day best dress whatever whatever whatever, whatever is blah 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 I don't even remember the person's name now I remember what she looks like but I don't remember her name but it was like this person is blah 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 and I was so disappointed I was so so disappointed I was like oh and I put in so much effort so I remember that particular incident it stood out for me um just looking back and it just always felt like I was never chosen like there was always something about me, like I'll put in the effort and I'll put in the time and I'll put in the energy just because I wanted to be seen, just because I wanted to be chosen. But that never happened. And um, I think as the years went by, it made me have this mentality or this hero mentality that I wanted to be seen and I wanted to be the only one who... Um, who won at something i wanted to be the only one who shined and to me it meant that like if somebody else is shining i can't shine like i have to take a back burner i have to take a back seat and let that person shine there was not that mentality of two people can shine at the same time in their respective fields you know what i mean two people can shine at the same time wearing different things to me that incident meant because I did not look like her, because I did not wear what she wore, because I did not have everything that she had on, it meant that I wasn't a winner. So I've like, I always took that with me for the longest time. And this is me being transparent and so vulnerable. I always took that with me where I just felt like I wasn't good enough. 
I felt like somebody else shining didn't give me the ability to shine. I felt like I was always angry. And I remember too, like one of my sisters. So if you know me personally, I have four sisters. So my mom had five girls. So including me is five girls. And the one immediately after me is a doctor in New York. Right now she's doing her thing, amazing stuff, right? And I remember just always, I was always being compared to her. Um, <laughs> love your mother to bits and pieces. <laughs> well, we've had this conversation and I know that like we are, we have an understanding now. And I know that like, I know what you were going through and I give you a lot of grace. Um, but just for the purpose of this conversation, I was always being um, compared to my sister and obviously my mom not knowing what she knows now you know in her bid to just try to um raise girls and raise powerful girls because my mom raised powerful girls i'm not even gonna lie like all of us like we're forces in everything that we choose to you know in everything that we choose it's amazing it's beautiful to watch so in my mother's bid to raise powerful girls and coming from a country like Nigeria where education is everything over experience, like education is number one. Like I think Nigerians have the highest amount of um, degrees like amongst other races. Like if you go into a room, a Nigerian will probably tell you that they have like five, six, seven, like they just like that. Education is just ingrained in our headspace right from when we were born. So... For my mom, she just felt like I personally, I wasn't as smart as that. My sister, the one immediately after me in New York, her name is Bissy. I'm not as smart as she is or I wasn't as smart as she is. So my mom was worried a lot and it was like, it took my mom like, my mom had to pour extra effort into me and my education and me just wanting to read and me just wanting to, um, me just having that willingness to go to school. You know, my mom will always remind me that she went through a lot. Like all my other sisters, it was always like a phone call away and then they were straightening up. But me, she had to come to school. I went to boarding school. We all went to boarding school actually, apart from my little brother. But we all went to boarding school. Ew, I don't like that. I just said little brother. And I'm what's one of those people who's like, ew, when people use that word. Apart from my younger brother, we all went to boarding school. Um, and my mom will always remind me that I was one of those ones where she had to always come to school and she had to always make sure that I was straight and she had to make sure that I had my notes and she had to make sure that I did my assignments and I turned in my you know my work and to make sure that I um, my tests were on points like all these type of things like she had to like do that constantly and um but she would always compare me to my sister and be like why can't you be like your sister your sister is smart your sister is this your sister is that like you know I don't have to go to school to you know um talk to her to talk to her teachers like why can't you be like her and that also affected me because for the longest time again I just felt like I had to be good at something and I presented my sister, I'm not going to lie, because she was so good in school. She is still so good in school. I mean, she's a doctor. She is still so good in school. Like, this girl can read in the middle of loud noise with music and with, like, <laughs> she can read in the club. Me, on the other hand, I need a quiet place for me to be able to assimilate what I'm reading and for me to be able to comprehend, for me to be able to take in what it is that I'm reading and then, you know, um, you know, memorize or whatever. But we're just two different people. But... I actually did resent my sister for a little bit. I resented her. And I know that, like, I definitely did certain things because I just felt like I wanted to shine. I wanted to shine at something. Again, this shining thing is haunting me. 
where first of all it's like from school and then now I'm like within my family and I'm like why can't I just get it right why can't I just do it like why is it always me I wanted to shine I wanted to be good at something but I just couldn't figure out or at the time I just you know figure out that everybody has their strengths and their weaknesses everybody has that gift that God has put inside of them that just makes them shine that when they're doing it and when they're working on it and when they're in it like it just they're just different and you don't even recognize who they are and that's because that's their area of brilliance that's their area of expertise that's what God has put inside of them and that's that's what like God has given them like it's almost like just hearing people when they sing like they sing like I'm like, yo, like this person's voice is amazing. Like, man. But yeah, so I've always had that um that mentality to want to be the hero, to want to be the savior, to want to be the one that did it just so people can recognize and be like, yes, she did it. She went through so many hurdles and she came out of it, you know? Um, but one of the things that I have learned, you know, with the tools and everything that I have now, what is different now, I still do get triggered. I'm not going to lie, you know, um, especially going through what it is that I'm going through right now, you know, in the middle of, you know, separating and eventually getting a divorce and all that good stuff. Um, I still do get triggered when I think about, you know, um, sometimes even when I just see random couples, you know working through it and you know having that um working through whatever it is that they're going through i'm like oh, man why can't i just be like that you know why can't it just be me why is my own different and then i walk through it the difference now is that i can walk through it and i can figure out where that um trigger is coming from and i can just tell myself you know what biola your your delay first of all your delay is in your denial first of all second of all you're born to shine um i'm such an amazing writer um, I say that I'm tooting my own horn because I know that I am um, such an amazing speaker. Um, I've had a number of speaking engagements and even me, myself, I'm, when I'm in my element, I'm thinking, I'm looking and I'm like, what is this me? Like, who's this? <laughs> and this is coming from somebody who never really grew up having a voice, who never really grew up speaking her mind. Um, to see that shift and to see how I have been able to open up myself and, you know, allow myself speak up and allow myself um, embrace my life and understand who I am. Understanding that my... I. I Education might not necessarily be my forte. So when I say education in terms of like the institution, you know, going to school, getting a degree, which of which I think I have five degrees or something like that. I don't remember now, but that might not necessarily be my forte. But there are other things that I'm so great at. Um, writing, speaking, even my mom reminds me, she's like, you're such a great writer. You're such a great speaker. Um I'm such a, like, I'm a safe space. I say that by the special grace of God. I say that by the special grace of God. I'm a safe space because for some reason, people just find it easy to speak to me, to just tell me what's happening in their lives. And they find it so comfortable. Even me, I'm just like, I don't know, but <laughs> hey, I embrace that with all the grace and all the um, humility inside of me. You know, I've just come to understand that there's so many, there's so many other things to me that 
my sister can shine as a doctor and I can also shine in the path that I choose to go. So if I decide tomorrow, not even if I decide tomorrow, but I'm working towards my speaking career, I'm working towards my coaching career, I'm working towards my academy, I'm working towards, you know, just helping women be badass bosses, like badass women. Um, I know that I will excel at that. I know that that's my area of brilliance. I know that I could bring out the best in people. So for me, it's learning and remembering that everybody can shine in what it is that they are called to do. My sister shines in her um, life purpose as a doctor. Like it's effortless to her. She's gone to school. She's putting all this work and she enjoys it. She enjoys it, right? And I also have to remember that there's a purpose to me. There's a reason for why I was created or why I am created. There's a reason why I'm still here. There is a reason why I'm going through all of these hoops and turns and ups and downs and these ebbs and flows that life is offering. There's a reason why and it is to be able to teach people. It is to be able to share with people. It is to be able to um, help people make better decisions. It is to be able to share my story. So that one person who can relate, that one person who feels like, oh my goodness, my world is about to crumble, can have that faith and that hope to know that like, it's not the end of the road, you know? So yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. Just kind of like where my hero mentality stems from and what that looks like and um my triggers because <laughs> I do get triggers um, and how I deal with it um, yeah this podcast actually feels like a conversation this particular episode actually feels like a conversation I feel like I'm speaking to a friend or my therapist I don't know <laughs> but anyways um, let me know what you think um, have you found yourself in that place where you feel the need to be that hero that um savior um have you ever taken the time to dig deep to figure out where it came from um and if yes are you doing anything actively about it do you get triggers and when you get triggers how do you um how do you deal with those triggers what do you do and how do you remind yourself of who you are yes that's a, another thing reminding yourself of who you are reminding yourself of who God created you to be. That's something that I that's something that I always have to remind myself about. So I do have like now I have things on my wall. I do write a lot. So sometimes I might even go back into my journal just to remind myself of who I am. Just to remind myself and know that like everybody can shine. Just because one person is shining doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not gonna shine, right? We can all shine. We can all we can all shine. There could be a doctor, there could be a nurse, there could be a therapist, there could be an accountant, there could be a lawyer, there could be a coach, there could be a financial coach, a career coach, there could be a fitness coach, there could be a um, um, a nutritionist, a dietitian. Like everybody can shine in their respective fields as long as you're living to yourself, as long as you're living your true self, you're living to 
according to your purpose. As long as you know that this is what you're meant to do and you're not doing it because you feel like somebody's told you in the past that you can't do anything different or somebody has compared you to somebody else and now you've made your life purpose to prove that person wrong or somebody has made fun of you, um, maybe the way you speak and you're like, oh, I can never do that. I can never speak. I can never get on the stage and speak just because somebody somewhere has projected their insecurities on you. But anyways, um, this is a conversation as always. Um, I really always like the interaction via direct messaging on Instagram or, you know, um, private messaging. I do have um, a little sister who always sends messages. We always text. She listens to my podcast and she always texts me. So yeah, I do love the interaction. It is always, this is a conversation as always. Um, yeah, a dialogue and I'm, I'm happy to hear from you. I will leave all our social media information in the um, show notes down below. It's going to be um, Instagram at the Let's Keep It Real podcast. Um, you could send us an email at let's keep it real podcast at gmail.com. You could also reach out to me via Steady Steps on Instagram or Abiola Makonjola on Facebook. Let's have a conversation, peeps. Um, thank you so much for listening. I do love you. You know that already. You know that already. All right. Have a great day in the world. Peace.